I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. What's up, Geeky Dees? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is the show where two nerds sit in front of microphones and try to find the sweet spots where the fandoms intersect. My name's Jordan Ferguson. And my name's Caitlin McKinnon. And it's episode one o deuces. That's a strange way of saying it, but yes. one o two hundred second episode here of the Geek Down. And as Caitlin informed me right before we went on air, it's our anniversary. It is. It's our second year anniversary. Two years ago, we started this nonsense. It seems like much longer. <laughs> much longer. It seems like we've been doing this forever. forever. If you would like to go back and listen to our early episodes recorded from the Toronto Public Library. Uh, where they had birds and angry people. Birds, and we recorded in a plastic tube. and Yeah. It was great. I, I haven't even gone back and listened to those. You know what? I'm going to go back and listen to those tonight. So I'm going to go to SoundCloud.com slash GeekDownPod, because that's where I can find them. And say you didn't want to like, like you you got the old episodes, you're like, this is great. I'd yeah. really like to know when other episodes happen. Well, I wouldn't wonder because I'm the one who uploads them. But. I'm saying if you're a person. <sighs> I'm not a person. I am a person, Caitlin. <laughs> a person who is not you, who <laughs> maybe has stumbled upon the Geek Down Pod. Well, then when I was at SoundCloud, I might look for that little button with a familiar logo I recognize because I have many devices that also carry that logo. And I go, hmm. That looks like a number of my devices. And it says subscribe. Maybe I'll tap it. The the uh, picture that he's talking about is a little Apple. Because you're going to Apple Podcasts, friends. That's where you're going yep. when you tap that button. And what do you do when you go to Apple Podcasts? Oh, my God. You tap another button that says subscribe, and then that is it. That's it? That is it. Two buttons? Two buttons. I, I press so many more buttons than two <laughs> buttons during a day. In a normal day, think of how many buttons you press. What's another two? Nothing. 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 And with that second button press, suddenly the, the pointed ears of a snow elf named Chauncey perk up. He's like, well, damn, it's time to go to work. Yeah. He gets to work. He gets busy mashing those piping hot fresh episodes of the Geek Down directly into your ear hole. You don't have to do anything. Chauncey does it all for you. Yeah. He lives to serve. You won't even know he's been there. You'll just open your phone one day and go like, oh, damn, Chauncey was here? Yeah. It'll, and maybe maybe you'll hear like a, a chiming in the air. Maybe a cool breeze will throw th- flow through your house like a 90s movie. Just imagine how much, how much better that's going to sound when we have a mixer. Which, hopefully, as, a, as an anniversary gift to ourselves. Hey, an anniversary gift to ourselves. Uh, we... We'll finally be using a mixer. I think we're going to get a mixer this week, friends. Yeah. We're going to do it by taking the generous donations of our patrons who have gone to patreon.com slash geekdownpod and parted with some of their hard-earned cash every month to ensure that this endeavor maintains a level of quality higher than that exhibited on episode 100. (laughs) (laughs) And so that we can keep on sounding better and getting better and growing and hopefully having guests, 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 y'all, and drops. And drops. Who can't wait for me to annoy Caitlin with drops? Oh, I am so thrilled. Caitlin, here's the thing. Caitlin doesn't use monitors, so she's not even going to... Caitlin never uses headphones. She's not going to know when I'm doing a drop or not. She'll just be talking. Yep. I'll be putting duck quacks underneath her. She won't even know. I'll just be laughing. I'll know because of your... <laughs> you'll be snickering. She'll just be hearing like... Yeah. The sound of me tapping the iPad and laughing. <laughs> 
if you go, going for a real morning zoo vibe in year three, that's really what I want. Is, what I is go that for. what you want to yeah. go for? You just want to like Kate in the morning, kick in the door on Tuesday morning with yep. like duck quacks and and sirens yep. and air horns and and ding. Morning zoo always loves the dings, like the uh, like the hotel dings. Yes, like the bell. Yeah, I really want like a oh a concierge bell. That's what I want. You want a concierge like bell? Yeah. For what reason? What purpose could you have? Know, if you say word, I feel like sing- word, I feel like singling out. Really? Ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have I done? What have I done? I do remember uh, for no reason whatsoever. I need to find a drop that used to get used on the Champs podcast back in the day. I don't know who said it, but it was just every time they would talk about politics, DJ Doug Pound would play a drop of somebody going Barack Obama, motherfucker. <laughs> Made me laugh every time. You need that. You need I, that. I do need, you need that. that in your life. I do need for that. the show. Yes. Okay. Um, if you would like to commiserate with me, <laughs> you can do so on any of our socials. If you would like to preemptively complain about the drops, <laughs> please do so on any of our socials. <laughs> the first one being Twitter at GeekdownPod. Yep. Or on in, uh, Instagram, Insta. Do we do the Insta? We do the Insta. Sometimes we do the Insta. Yeah. yeah. So also at Geek GeekdownPod, mm-hmm. and then finally, or not finally, sorry. Um, of the ones that I am not as good at checking, uh, our Gmail, which is geekdownpod at gmail.com. Yep. And then fi- finally, 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 our Facebook group. Yes. Which is at www.facebook.com forward slash geekdownpod. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> that is like our pop team epic. <laughs> yes. Geekdownpod, geekdownpod. <laughs> geekdownpod. <laughs> Can you so, tell we were watching it before we started recording today? And we uh, ventured into the dub, which was also great. Surprisingly good on the dub. The dub, yeah. the dub got a few larfs out of us. Yeah. Anyway, moving moving on. Mm. We'll talk about Pop Team Epic more in updates. Um, yeah, so, so we'll be back for another episode. Yep. It's February. It's February, and I'm really glad we've like perked up a bit because I was worried it was going to be one of those romp romp shows. Not, not looking, <laughs> was not looking good. It was a real like boom 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 boom. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I th- I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before. February is the worst month ever. It's horrible. It's a horrible, awful, terrible month. I hate February. I'm miserable during February. I could just like down a bottle of vitamin D, and I would still hate February. In southern Ontario, at least the places I know, like Toronto and Hamilton, it is quite gray. It's not dark. It's not... It's just... It's like everything is sepia-toned. Yeah, it's just overcast. Um, but all the time. There's... Yeah. there's. I mean, the snow sometimes comes, but it gets really... Like today, it gets really like mushy and gray and black and gross. Pause on that. Okay. My debate that I have every year, I'm having again. Yes. I don't know if we had this discussion last year before the benefit of new listeners, people who have forgotten. Should have saved this for the conundrums episode. <laughs> snow and yeah. slightly warmer or freezing and no snow? Oh, snow and slightly warmer. Mm. Nope. What? I will bundle the fuck up oh. and get out there with no snow. I don't want trapes fucking slush into my house. I want to get salt no. and cuffs on my pants all wet no fuck it i'd rather have bone dry i'm pointing at the streets right now streets of parkdale right now I'd rather have it bone dry out there and put on the ridiculous parka and bundle up like no. i can deal with that absolutely not i cannot deal with the cold i hate the cold it makes me sick to my stomach it makes me upset i've cried because it's been really cold and i'm you know for years and years and years i was mostly a commuter Right. So waiting outside for a bus at ten thirty, eleven, twelve midnight and it being 
freezing. That is pretty terrible. I'll give you that at least. I much rather, and plus, snow makes things look nicer. For like, if it was if, an hour and a half, if if the snow stayed on the ground, it like it's beautiful, right? And then you're like, oh look, it's so it's winter is beautiful, but February's not like that. If you never had to leave your house, sure, all the snow. No, it's fine. Snow is fine as long as it's warmer. Um, when it gets cold, then I've got a problem with winter, and it can just fuck right off. Excuse my language. Fuck right off, fuck winter. Right off. Um, but yes, yeah, so. I didn't know how this episode was going to turn out because when I got here, I was like, uh, February, and I had a headache, but I took some Advil, and I think we're feeding off of each other's energy now. You've had some coffee. Um, I've had some, some burnt toast instant coffee from the land of the rising sun. Fantastic. And, although, do you want to uh, – I have not read – Caitlin did the Geek Down playlist this week for patrons, which is one of the things we do for patrons every week or try to do. Yeah. Some, some songs that we're, that we're feeling, we're vibing off of. Yeah. little Spotify playlist for y'all because music is also part of this thing that we do. And uh, I'm always impressed by Kate's. Uh, she always thinks I'm going to hate it. Thanks. And I, she probably doesn't even think I listen to them, but I listen to them. Oh, really? And I am surprised. I listened to it at work the other night and I was like, oh, that was cool. But apparently uh, in Kate's you know, post slash explanation <laughs> for this on the Patreon feed, Got a little dark. I don't know. I apologize for that, friends. But <laughs> I'm sure she, everyone she's doing will, fine. Everyone will get a laugh out of it. I don't mean everything I posted, <laughs> uh, but yeah. But I, hey, but my playlist was to help. It was to help bring people back from the edge mm. of February madness. Um, but yeah, the one thing that I do like about this time of year is that. In the at the horizon, you can see you can see the the good time of the year coming. I mean, it starts creeping in a little bit. I noticed the other day because I got home from work way later than I wanted to. That's okay. um, but stepping off the bus, I was like, "Hey, it's pretty bright out right now. Yeah, like, it's brighter than it usually is when I get when I get home or this time of day." So. It's we're we're already over the hump. I we're mean, over the hump. The equinox was back on the twenty first of December, so I mean the days are getting longer. We're doing, we're doing better, fam. We're gonna make it through, I promise you. And then you can look forward to us complaining about how fucking hot it is in here. Yeah. Or Or we just did we establish that there's AC at the at the satellite office out in Hamilton? There, there is. Well, well, friends. It it, it is quite cool. We, we may stop fucking around with this bullshit. <laughs> It is quite cool at the satellite office. I think two two years of sweltering in the Polly Pocket is probably... uh, As fun as it is for everyone listening. Uh, Depends if if I'm working. We'll see. We'll see. Um, But yeah, I've done nothing fun again because I work way too much. Nothing fun? I do anything fun. I went away for brunch the other day brunch is fun i do love a good brunch with a friend a friend i haven't had a chance to catch up with for a long time um because she had a baby and babies um will do that that'll do that and i I was not i admit i was not fully prepared because my dad friends yeah my relationships with them just basically it was like nothing happened like i obviously as a single adjacent man or a long-time bachelor yep uh with no children friends having kids i'm like whoop okay You, you come to me yeah i'll give you do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. My dude friends were like, like a day later. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> you watch, you watch Game of Thrones this week? Oh my gosh. It's crazy, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> do you have stuff to do? <laughs> like keep a infant alive. But, you know, from, 
it's now become my understanding that you know the women do ninety five percent of the work. Yeah. So, um, I listened to another podcast where one of the hosts just had a baby, and he's still like he hasn't even missed a week of the podcast. Oh my like, god! The kid's like three weeks old, and he hasn't missed a week. And the other host who was childless is like, "How are you here right now?" <laughs> And I mean, they're fucking Hollywood types. They're rich. So, I mean, they have a night nurse. They've been getting more sleep yeah. and that type of shit. And he's getting caught up on all this TV. Yeah. It's like, how are you watching TV? It's like, because the kids just got to sleep and I can't sleep while he's sleeping. So he like naps on me while his wife, you know, tries to get some precious Z's. Yeah. He's like, there's nothing I can do but just stay still on the couch and fucking catch up on television. Um, A friend of mine... um has like her her baby is she's now just about eight weeks mm. old and uh she's like yeah i'm watching a lot of tv and sitting on the couch and i'm like that sounds amazing <laughs> put a baby inside me um because i don't really get a chance to sit around and watch tv but apparently after like eight weeks it's not so much fun <laughs> you kind of want to leave the house um for the record Put a baby in me. Yeah. I think that was a pretty clean drop. That'll definitely be <laughs> snipped for a, for a soundboard drop later on. Great. Look every, forward to every, all that and more. Every time I mention babies, and it's a lot, because I'm also going to mention babies again. Oh, God. Yeah. So, but I want you to finish. So you got to have brunch. But, but just, I like that, you know, this was her, like, the child is in daycare now. Yeah. Fairly regularly. Like, five days a week, whether they're, whether they're working or not. Mm-hmm. And she works in retail and has... You know, odd hours. Hours, yeah. So she's got some days where, you know, she's closing or she's off. Kid still goes to daycare at, you know, 6 a.m. or whatever, 6, 7 a.m. And it's like, so it was her like, oh, my God, I need to see people day. Right. So it was like brunch with me, lunch with another friend at like one. And then I think at like seven, she was having like a huge dinner with another like five people. It's like, that's crazy. After that, I had the one brunch and I was like, okay, just roll me down king street back to, <laughs> back to my house um that was really like the one thing and the saga of my mm. oh he's putting the cup down because i realize i'm now at a point in my collecting yes where don't look at them don't look at them like that i did well i always have to double check that they're not coming closer towards I us i have not added a record to this in months since before Christmas, I think. Um, but I did dip my toes Uh-oh. into Discogs. Okay. The Discogs Marketplace. Okay. Discogs, for those unaware, started as a site to just, you know, catalog stuff. Yeah. Quickly grew into a marketplace. And now it's where people just, you know, buy and sell records. Mm-hmm. Real dope if you like stuff that cannot be found in your local record store. Yes. Like Japanese boogie records. Yes. And my issue there is always, A, I don't want to pay super expensive prices. Of course. And I don't want to have to buy them from a million different, you know, vendors. Right. I want to pay like one shipping charge from one dude. And I randomly saw one dude had, I've already run down like the, the five on the list right now. And one of which was Lighten Up by Monaco Yoshida. Yep. He had it. And he had another Monaco Yoshida album that was like. If the if if the heater was like sixty bucks, I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was sixty bucks. Right. This other Monaco Yoshida record was like twenty bucks. Right. So I'm never gonna see a Monaco Yoshida record for that much. No. Not a Cosmos, although I love them. I love you, Cosmos. I'm never gonna see it for that price there. Nope. And I listened to it and it had some 
had some shit on it. Had some good stuff on it. I was it. like, all right. And just, but now this is just my first, you know, go. And this dude had overwhelmingly positive feedback. Right. On Discogs. But I put the order in in like early January. Mm-hmm. And then, because, you know, I'm responsible. Yeah. Took a couple days. He calculated the, you know, the shipping. Yeah. Based on what mode I would have preferred. Like, tell him that. He hits me back with the shipping. And I'm like, boom. PayPal. Get that over there. PayPal takes a couple days. Yep. It has left my account. But the order is not updating. And I'm like. You're patiently. Patiently waiting, right? Patiently waiting until I. Give him a little boop. A little poke. Because you can send messages. Yeah. Being like, hey, did you get the money? Just want to make sure everything goes good. It's my first Discogs <laughs> buy. Just, <laughs> just wanna, checking. Just want to make sure. And then like within an hour, boop, payment payment received. Right. Uh, shipping and tracking soon. That was on like January 23rd. Right. <laughs> Still patiently waiting. I gave him like 10 days. That's a, that's a long time. And then I was like, boop. Any word on when these are going out? Because at this point, I've now looked at his feedback. Right. Again, overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. But all the neutral and negative says the same shit, which is... Takes forever. Takes forever. Terrible at communication. Sometimes, I guess, dude just opted not to send it and would refund the money. Like, Oh, okay. <laughs> some, dude was just like, nah. And I'm like... Mm. And I'm already in the mindset. I was like, this is taking fucking too long. Like, be professional about this. I'm try- If you're just some dude, I understand it's probably not your job, right? You can be yeah. like a fucking salary man in Japan and this is something you do on the side type of thing. But you have hundreds of things available for sale. Yeah. You're clearly in like 6,000, you know, ratings. Like, you do this pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, a, this is a genuine hustle for you. You got to move on. But I can't do that because he's, you know, what's what, my neutral or negative is going to be like, Nothing. It's going to be like a fart in the wind to his rating. <laughs> but if he's petty mm-hmm. and hits me back with it, then I'm the dude with one buy and shitty, shitty buyer feedback. Right. So I can't do anything. But I did nudge him uh, inadvertently twice because I accidentally <laughs> re- refreshed the window. Oh, no. And it sent twice. And I was like, oh, God. No, wait. I don't know this guy. I don't care. Send me my shit. Um, and then this morning, thank God. Just checking, checking that email. It's been a while since I had like I needed a, a stressful email check. Like, that was a real like early aughts thing where like that's all where all your correspondence came from. Was, yeah, like, checking that email. Am I getting that email? Well, now who gets shit from email? But just Discogs Marketplace. No, I don't want shit that's for sale. Just tell me my shit's on the way. But my shit's on the way. So so you're okay for the moment. Also, the Japanese uh, postal tracker. Yeah, like they give you the number, but it doesn't like go into the system for like a couple business days. Oh, so. It's that stress where, like, you then, oh, I've got the tracking number. I go to put it in. It's like, no, that don't exist. And you're like, mm. 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 Then, then you wait a couple days and it gets in there. And, and you'd, be, you'd be all right. So should be dancing on Instagram again, again soon. Um, how long is it going to take to get here? Uh, it's remarkably fast, actually. Really? Like, once it enters, like, the system. Right. Two days, three days. Oh, my gosh. It's what? It's nuts. I've, be, I've always been stunned every time. I've done it twice. I heard that Taiko Anuki record yep. um, from a store, and that because they were a store, it was like they got the money. It went out like the next day. It was like a week, a week and a half. Oh my gosh! I thought um, it was going to take like weeks. Yeah, I mean it can. Uh huh. I'm sure back in the day they didn't have this level of 
expedited shipping slash tracking. Right. Um, and when I bought the second action record from a web store that's based in Japan, it was basically the same thing. Wow. Like sent out sent out in two days and took another. So maybe by the end of the week they'll show up. Man, I don't know. Maybe I can ship myself to Japan. <laughs> Only take me like three days to get there. Well, we'll see what customs does. That'll right. be the. Uh, I did put in the request for him to mark it as a gift. I've had good luck with that so far. Yeah. I believe I've mentioned hustle, <laughs> customs hustle. Don't listen to me. Um, Don't listen to me. Canada immigration. But. What? When I someone was sending me something for free, I can't remember what it was. They put like adult toy or toy adult Bro. on it, and they like <laughs> kept it, and I had to pay like money to get it. And I was like, "This is just for free." <laughs> Actually, I didn't know what it was. Was it an adult toy? No, it was like a a game. It was like oh. a card game, and I was like, "What I." Why I've had to pay for this now? I don't understand why it was kept. Even if it was an adult toy, say it was like I don't know a dildo or something. <laughs> why would you keep that? That's just mean. Because I think. It's, it's the it's the customs thing, right? You imported something. It's very so, weird. I think it was very weird. The only time I've ever gotten dinged on that for records when I used to buy vinyl toys and shit, I used to get dinged for that all, all the, the time. time. You spend another, you know, drop another 30 bucks when you want to go pick it up or something. That's awful. Um, I was living at home. Who cares? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I could have like gone to Japan multiple times. Without that I had that realization the other oh, day. Oh, don't no, Don't do that to yourself. Cause apparently, um, <laughs> freewheeling. Can you tell there's no news again this week, kids? Lots of updates though. So get ready for that. Um, Apparently, we've talked about how the uh, the Ontario minimum wage has gone up yep. recently. Mm-hmm. Apparently, in that as well, which I did not know, was um, vacation pay has been recalculated from 4% to 6%. Ooh. So there's a higher payout for vacation pay now. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm like at a spot now. If I'm at a spot now where my wage is livable, yeah. and I don't have to cash out my vacation pay as frequently as I have in the past to like live. You may actually have to get to go on vacation. Maybe it's time to set goals and start working to things goals going to japan because here's the thing and this is one of my updates i have to give a shout out to an instagram account of all things oh the instagram account is is a terrible name like i literally have to look it up (laughs) it's ui underscore high with two eyes 618 love okay ui underscore hii 618 love that's a very complicated name. It but is. Okay. And he, they, is, are a photographer in Japan who takes the most beautiful fucking photographs of Japan I have ever seen in my life. And if you have any inclination Ooh. to go to Japan, this feed will not help that inclination. Oh, my goodness. I'm just showing it to Kate right now. Just looking at photos. I think a lot of these photos are from oh. like New Year's, so you got a lot of the kids rocking around in Utakas and stuff like that, and you know the parasols, and a lot of those photos. Recent photos are from Kyoto, I think. So, wow, a little more traditional, and just you know shrines and temples and stuff. And it's like, oh uh, my god, oh my god, <laughs> I want to go there. I want to go there. Can we go there? Yes, 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 we can. Oh my god, like seriously, fuck. And I also follow like way too many Japanese record stores right. on Instagram. So it's like literally like, what do you want to do? What's the one thing you want to do in your life? Previously, I would have said, see the Queens. Right. I've, I've seen the Queens. You've seen the Queens. And the Queens, for all I know, might announce that they're coming back in a year. Yeah. Or 
you know, the end of the year. But would I immediately want to go do that again? Or would I want to save that money and go do something else? Something spectacular. Like go dig for records in Japan. That sounds pretty amazing. It's literally all I want to do is dig for records in Japan. That's a pretty good goal. So yeah, you'd, I don't like to think about the fact that if I hadn't had to cash out my vacation pay over the years to like live, mm-hmm. how much money I could have gone twice by now. So I usually, I'm not a big like, it's, it's, I'm not a big like vacation person. Mm. I, I'd like to go travel more and see more historical stuff. You don't mean vacation in the sense of like, I want to lounge on a beach. You want to like no. go somewhere and see things. Yes. yes. Um, Though the time I did do that, it was awesome. Um, but to eat today, I went, I wish I made enough money that I could go somewhere. <laughs> like Because it's February and you're miserable. And I'm miserable. Um, but I've been trying to do more things to try and mitigate the like, as much as I'm a homebody, sometimes it can get to you if you're in all the time and your bedroom is always messy. <laughs> um so i shouts to that seriously i have the one of the reasons why i love having uh kate come here to do this show <laughs> is because it means i have to clean the house and yeah it just week. makes you feel better um so but w- so i've been trying to see friends a little bit more often mm-hmm. um and yesterday um we had d and d and waffles so D&D and waffles usually we get together on fridays um but a couple weeks ago i'd made the Kind of like I put it out there in our group say to say like, hey, do we maybe want to get together during a Sunday? Because we've got this massive dun- dungeon we've just started. Huge, unbelievably huge dungeon. Um, and do we want to maybe get together for like six-ish hours and start the dungeon, right? Mm. Um, this dungeon is definitely going to take us the whole year for sure. Especially because we get together uh, every other week, mm. um, more or less, just because of people's working schedules and everything. Um, but it was awesome. And I got waffles. Um, and it was awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of like a fun thing I did this week. I was just, like, happy I got to do something. And I got to see a baby again during mm. the week. Uh, my friend with the eight-week-old is, came over with her husband and we played games. We played Code Names, which is a fun game. I believe the um, the fellow on the other podcast I listened to who just had the baby and never missed a week, he is a huge board game person. Yeah. And I believe he was er- really early on like, if you just want something fun that costs like $15. Because he's, like he's like a heavy Euro, like, you know, oh, yeah. $120, you know, German mm-hmm. German board games that have rule books, that look like phone books. Like, he's, he's that dude. <laughs> yeah. He's like... If you just want something fun mm-hmm. that you can like a party game, it was like code names. That's code names is the shit. It was way more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, but it was tons of fun. Uh, so that was great, and we I also got to hang out with the baby. And then during the D and D and waffles, there was another baby. Oh my god, multiple babies. Yes. Who brought a baby to D and D? Well, one of the the players he um, they had a baby. Uh, quite a few months ago um and instead of just like abandoning his wife and child at home they came with him so that you know the mom could like pass him off if she had to like go to the bathroom or something and so does the mom play mom does not play no so Dad he plays. brought his wife and child for a six plus hour D yeah. session and we got, got to hang out and i got to hang out with the baby damn yeah, and the baby uh now has been introduced to D. it's the most important thing Teach them early. Yeah. 
Though you don't want to give them dice because they will swallow them. Actually, listen, I can uh, I can appreciate this to a certain extent because, like I said, I follow way too many Japanese record stores and record people. Yeah. On Instagram, mm-hmm. and one of the people I follow is the uh, quote unquote king of digging. Okay. That is DJ Murrow. All right. He's always put out these like mixtapes for years, like before it was really a thing, pre-internet, pre-whatever. He was just that dude who was always out there, like since the 90s, putting out these mixtapes of Rare Groove and shit like that. DJ Murrow now has a child. Ooh. And. Oh, teaching him early. And swipe, swipe, swipe that one. Oh. So you watch <laughs> his adorable daughter. She's digging. Flip their records. She's digging. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what she's digging for. I don't know, but I hope it makes her happy. Oh my gosh, she's so sweet. Oh, it probably makes her so happy. Oh, God. You gotta involve your kids in, what, in the stuff you're doing. But don't make them avatars for your interests. Oh, what? You, you He got very... You, folks, no, he got... And I have, I have a complicated relationship with the people who are like, I love this, yeah. so I buy t-shirts of this and put my kids in it. Like... I think that'd be kind of sweet. And use your kids as a billboard for your for your so interests. The baby had a little shirt that said Padwan on it. That was really sweet. It's really cute. It's cute. It's super cute. Baby Jedi's. I'm gonna dress my babies up so much. Jordan's got his black grandma church face on. <laughs> it's really cute. Mm. I think it's adorable. I think you should do it way more and post it to any of our socials. And it'll make me really happy. Or with do- your pets. Do it to make it. Hey, make your pets a billboard for your interest. That's fine. Pets and babies. You want to go out and put your dash hound in a Jedi robe? That's amazing. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, friends, if you could see the, I could see the exact moment where she envisioned it in her mind's eye what a wiener dog in a Jedi robe would look like, and it made her so happy. Uh, uh, oh my god! It did. It did make me happy. <laughs> so. so- <laughs> oh, oh! I was gonna say so. Uh, why don't we talk about the stuff we've been watching? Same idea. Sympath zero. Zero. Sympatico. Yep. Um, because it's so cold and miserable. Yeah. Just been content. Yeah, <laughs> 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 my veins. Just the content. All of it. Um, I did have a chance this morning to get caught up on the recent episode of Violet Evergarden. Um, and side side story about uh, about Iris, the one you hated from when you watched it. Yeah, the tomboyish one who's angry all the time. Yeah, got a sense of why she's angry. Went back home to her family, things like that. Met her parents. Um, it's again slow comp. I don't have a real big beef with it. Right. Got a little insight into a uh, little expository insight on the war and what happened in the war and why the war started. Cool. Um. Yeah, still just beautiful. Love to look at it. I think I've decided that before we start recording, just to have a little little co-host friendy hang before we start, uh, I'm just going to make sure the latest episode of Pop Team Epic is loaded up for me and Kate to watch together. Yep. It's amazing. I like this tradition. Like, a lot of the times we just sit there and it's in silence and just kind of like marvel at the stupidity of this thing. And then sometimes <laughs> one of the bits actually makes us... Like howl. Howl with laughter. Like the bit this week where... <laughs> I don't even know. Poppico? Poppico and Pee Me? Is that their names? I think so. The blonde one wanted head rubs. Yeah. And the tall one started rubbing her head. And then 
slowly her neck extended until it filled <laughs> the screen and like came up in front of in you know foreframe out of focus as the blonde one just started going Marilyn Monroe <laughs> for no reason and Kate uh, and I were howling laughing so good and like she said we also we also checked out the dub just because I was curious and they're you're doing all right some of the sh- the fake shows I'm like I'd totally watch that anime <laughs> yeah Caitlin would really like it if if Hoshino Girl Drop actually became became yeah. a thing. It's like you have said before you've wanted an anime about like idols and yeah, idol singers. Absolutely. I do. It's just it's like Gem and the Hologram. They should make a Oh, why, why don't they make? See? Put that on the board. This is Oh man, it's been a while since we had a good one for the they're board. They're going to ma- they should make a Gem and the Holograms anime. I was just thinking, they have Idol Master and they have School li- No, School li- School Live is the zombie one. Um Love Live, not School Live, Love Live. Um but I don't know if those are like have anything to do with like I like the Hannah Montana effect, like I, right. the gem and the holograms effect. I don't know if there's an identity thing going on there. If it's just like we're idols, you have totally, I would totally watch Hoshino girl drop as well. Uh, what have you been? I want to unload on everybody. Everything I've been getting into. What do you got? Not tons. Uh, because it is, you know, February, January, February. Um, I get really tired and just want to eat <laughs> and don't really want to watch anything. Or, you know, just sleep. I just want to sleep all the time. But I did check out Black Light- Lightning. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, it. So if you don't want to know anything, this show is pretty spoilery. Like our show, like the Geek Down podcast, just in general, we're pretty <laughs> spoilery. So you might just want to like peace out for a couple minutes. Um, I'm not going to go super, super in depth. There's just a couple of things. You only watch the like. pilot, right? Yeah, only watch the pilot. Um, I know they're up to, well, I think we said like three episodes now. Haven't checked the rest out. Um, pilot was good. Um, it was, uh, uh, it wasn't specifically by the numbers, but you know, it, there were beats. Um, it's an origin story. Uh, no, it is not. Nice. Um, he was Black Lightning before. Because he's been in the Flash or Arrow or one of those already? Or? Has he? I don't know. Oh, I, do, I didn't think there wasn't any crossover stuff. I do stuff. not keep up on the CW-verse at all. I think they they wanted to see how it did and then, mm. like, cross it over. Um, but, no, um, like, I think it was, like, 13 years ago, he was Black Lightning. He did a whole bunch of... Had a, had a major villain. He, you know, stopped a whole bunch of crime. And then he disappeared um and his daughter's one is now like in college or like graduated from college and the other one's like a senior in high school um and if you know anything black light about black lightning you know about his daughters and how they have their own powers yes so this is um uh lightning and thunder um I, as well, as well as senior correspondent Chris, agreed that we liked the daughters being younger. Like, in any of the things they've shown up in, whether it's, like, mostly animated, like, they've just shown up in little bits that have been animated, mm. um, we really appreciated the the daughters being younger with their powers. Um, younger, like, what, eight? Yeah, like, like I think it's, like, or maybe it's, like, ten and thirteen, ten Pre- and fourteen. Preteen. Yeah, um, but for storytelling purposes, they've aged them up. Um, and it, at the very end of the first episode, uh, I think it's Thunder, the older one, um, sort of gets her powers. And I think that's going to be really interesting, that dynamic and that seeing how... So the father's been through having powers, becoming a superhero, um, being hurt 
there there was a lot of flashbacks of him you know the the his now ex-wife at the time wife coming to the bathroom and him having like bullet wounds or bleeding everywhere mm. right being in pain and you know going out at night fighting crime coming home that was really nice because sometimes that is sort of paved over yeah like you don't get to see behind that curtain um batman had a butler who was also a surgeon <laughs> apparently and like a gajillion dollars so he, yes you know he could heal and have the best doctors and stuff um but having just like a family man go out and do that and then the repercussions on his family that's interesting seeing how the girls are going to come into their powers and what they're going to decide to do with them um that's going to be interesting as well and hey a black family on television that's solid and yeah i mean they, they have the uh, care about each other yeah and they have their own issues obviously but they're they're a, you know he's uh the principal of a school um i don't know what the mother does and she's like a lawyer or something they're both very successful their daughters are are smart and intelligent and interesting um the younger one is a brat which is perfect because younger I, as a younger sister i was definitely a brat um so yeah there are lots of things to like about it and i probably will check it out a little bit more um but again as we've talked about cw superhero stuff isn't really my bag so mm. we'll see what happens but yeah so i checked that out that was cool um uh star trek star trek <laughs> um is it still ongoing or yes um because the good place just wrapped and i did not see the last episode Ooh, oh oh i Get might on that. i might just need to bug you about it um <laughs> So did not see that, but uh, Star Trek still ongoing, and they there's another twist, and I'm really excited, and it's interesting, and everybody with their opinion pieces just find something else to have an opinion on. <laughs> Can we just stop this like constant conversation about content? I feel like it's the only news. Caitlin, the take machine does not slow down. <sighs> I mean, that's for what anyone. We, that's what we based our show off of, but our show is more about like talking about why we love things and giving it to another person and seeing yes. what they think. Not so much like, this is why it's good. This is why it's bad. You're stupid. No, you're stupid. Bah, bah, bah. I just, I, I can't anymore. I think I'm just not going to read any more <laughs> pieces on anything. Speaking of reading. Yeah. Surprised myself this week. Caitlin McKinnon. Mm-hmm. I read a book. Shut up. I read a book from beginning to end. What? What do, like do a, they just do you no longer work like anymore? A, like a book, like not a ma- not a magazine piece, not a not, comic book, not, a, not an article on wapo.com, like what? actual book. I read it on my iPad, but I mean, but. read a book. Um, no, it's a book I always wanted to read and had it mentioned. It came up on another podcast recently uh, because the author has a new book out about one of the Japanese earthquakes or a tsunami or something. I don't Mm. remember which. Um, But the book he'd written previously was called People Who Eat Darkness. Oh. The guy is Richard Lloyd Perry, I believe is his name. He's the chief Tokyo correspondent, whatever, bureau chief Mm -hmm. for the Times of London, I believe. Cool. And it's basically, if I tell you the story, you're going to be like, oh, it just kind of sounds like a tawdry true crime book but it's basically about a woman the case of a woman named lucy blackman who in her early 20s uh riddled with debts yeah headed off to japan to get some quick money in the hostess trade right hostesses if you were unaware basically you just kind of sit around and pour salarymen water and whiskey and 
oh. listen to them talk and light their cigarettes. So it's it's kind of like a geisha. Yes, although you you know, actual geisha and geisha aficionados would slap the taste out of your mouth for making the comparison. But well, they do, but they there is part of what their job is is to like entertain. talk with entertain yes. specifically salary men or men who are quite wealthy. Yes. That that was the comparison I was making. Um, and it's all based out of this district in Tokyo called Rapongi, and it's you know rather seedy. Um, on top and on top of the like you know conversating at the table in the club, the girls were always expected to go on dohans, which are basically like dinner dates. Right. The idea being, you go out on the dinner date with the customer, and then you go back to the club, and he spends more money in the club, type of thing. Right. Um. And there was like a quota you were expected to meet under uh, penalty of firing or getting your pay docked or that type of thing. Right. And basically, Lucy uh, goes off on a Dohan one day and don't come back. Oh. And it's like, what happened to Lucy? And just because the weird timing of it and the like... The G8 summit was in Japan that year. Like, right. fucking Tony Blair commented on the disappearance of this girl. Like, right. just the timing made it such a huge thing. It's not even the story of the the thing I found interesting about the book was not even the you know twists and turns of you know what happened to Lucy because ultimately he makes it very clear in the ongoing that she ends up dead. Right. Um, there were so many odd twists and turns from everything from like how the family was perceived because right. Her parents were divorced. The father and the sister went to Japan and people started thinking that he was having a little too much. He was having a little too much fun on the generosity of strangers who right. like, wanted to help. Right. Um, and the father, Tim, did not really conform to like, there's a lot of conversation about like, what do we expect from victims of tragedies type right. of thing? Because he did not conform to, you know, the weepy breakdown type of like bereaved parent right and how that's like almost offensive to people because you should be like distraught you should be crying and destroyed and the mom did do that so everybody was like you know more sympathetic to the mom and the dad ends up accepting money from the dude who they ended up arresting for it like <laughs> a bunch Weird, of crazy yeah. stuff but the stuff that was like the most fascinating to me had to do with the cops in japan right because they are not portrayed very well right um kind of bumbling kind of don't care kind of had to get like really nudged to do something doing their job and ultimately when they find the guy and they pull him in and there's a whole thing about he was like a native an ethnic korean living in japan there's a bunch of history in there about that population and how they came to japan and yep. and made their bones in the country and apparently like the reason why we think of japan as being you know such a safe you know place is just because the people don't do anything like, it's not the cops that are keeping the city, keeping the country safe. Right. It's that the culture of the population doesn't really lean that way right. as much. Because prosecution and, you know, investigating crimes is 90% based around confessions. Right. They get confessions out of people. And the guy they end up hauling in doesn't play that game. Oh, He's a, what we would maybe consider a Western, despite being an ethnic Korean living in Japan, Western style of defendant. He does not speak. He does not give a confession. He denies everything. And the cops are like baffled. 
because they have to do like an actual investigation now. They have to try to get a conviction based on evidence, which they rarely have to do, apparently. That's really fascinating. Because it's always based on confessions. They just yeah. wear these people down through like lock them in a room three shifts a day. And that's He's got the stats in there of like normally how how long it takes to like break somebody into giving a confession. Yep. And this guy just would not break no matter what. And they were running in shifts, exhausting him, you know, not letting him sleep, not letting him eat. But he just wouldn't give anything up. Kind of close to torture. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Sidebar, there's another uh there's another show I haven't watched on Netflix, but I've heard about. It's called The Confession Tapes or something like mm-hmm. that. It's a documentary series, which is all about basically how organizations get confessions out of people. Right. I've heard you're not going to feel good if you watch it. Oh, great. Even Canada doesn't come off great in that. Canada got some shit in there as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that element of it I was just fascinated by. Because like, like even the prosecutor, when it went to trial, had yeah. to like form a case, which they like usually never have to do. Weird. Like trials are like a foregone conclusion because they've already confessed to the cops. It's just a matter of sentencing. Like It's the, like the Cardassians. It's not innocent until proven guilty. Like you, you are automatically assumed. It is like you're, the Cardassians. You're assumed you're guilty because you probably can, you know, because you probably confessed to the cops. But this guy, Joji Obara, yeah. the guy they ended up hauling in, um, and I won't spoil if they, you know, I won't spoil the conviction. They ended up bringing him in on a lot of stuff because um, he was kind of a serial murderer, date, dra- date rape, drugging, Great. rapist. Um, like they'd never seen anything like him and like that's the fascinating part there are some things that are interesting about the family the front half of the book is really you know and you know due diligence you have to he really paints a portrait of the victim's life and things mm-hmm. like that, which you have to do but the second half was the part where i was like what this is what is going madness. on um so yeah people who eat darkness that's out there in the true crime wow. actually it's not they might be out of print by this point Oh my gosh! I tried to look it up at, at a at a bookstore and it wasn't. Uh, it, is, it was on the library. It was on the Toronto Public Library. Um, so you can probably find it at your local library, or I'm sure it's available for ebook uh, at various places, which is where I got it. Speaking of the library, yeah, Kate, do you want to hear about the whitest I'm ever going to be on this show? Yes. <laughs> Already established about talked about the Canopy app. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Found all them them fun things in there. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Uh, the previously mentioned Hoopla app, mm-hmm. which has all the comics on it, yeah, also has movies and television shows on there. Oh, okay. Started looking through the TV listings on there. Yep. And I saw like a like this show season one. I was like, oh my god, do they have it all? They did. <gasps> Who's excited for Borgen? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. Well, what is that? Borgen is a Danish political drama. No, it is that not. I have heard nothing but amazing things about for years. Really? Yes. And I've Borgen. never been able to find it. And it's sitting on the Hoopla app. I have not heard about this at all. Borgen is a Danish political drama television series created by Adam Price. It tells how Brigitte Nieb- Nyborg, a minor centrist politician, becomes the first female prime minister of Denmark against all the odds. Borgen, literally the castle, is the informal name of the Christiansborg Palace, where all three branches of Danish government reside, and is often used as a figure of speech for the Danish government. I'm so amped for Borgen. 
You're amped for Borgen. I'm amped for Borgen. Well, you will have to keep the listeners and myself informed as to how Borgen is going. I gotta keep it paced because I don't think, man, fuck, you go to the library and get like a physical DVD, you get to take that whole season home. Yeah. These apps, I think each episode counts as a... As something that counts you... Counts as a borrow. Uh... So fuck, I only get eight per... Like eight per month. You got to decide. Good that it's February, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Short month. Short so. month. <laughs> new segment. A new segment on the Geek Down Libra- <laughs> Library Rationing. <laughs> what are you, uh, you going to use your eight slots per month between well, sixteen between Canopy and and Hoopla? But you got to be careful. Got to be careful. Got to be careful how you do that. Yeah. How you do that business. Yeah, reading political dramas. What is going on, Jordan? It's, it's uh, down is up because it's February, basically. <laughs> That's what's going on there. It's the weird month. It is a weird month. Up is down, down is up. You want to get even weirder? Yeah. Maybe we'll take a break right here. When we come back, Yeah. we'll get mad weird. Oh, mad weird. With the thing we're talking about this week. Let's get dark, y'all. Get mad dark. I don't know what dark is in German, but... I want to look it up now. (laughs) Radio magic. Going to get mad... Dunkel. Mad dunkel. Kozak is screaming right now. I'm going to get mad. Mad Dunkel when we get back. Uh, hey, I am trying to do it exactly like Google told me to do it, okay? Google, that's what Google Translate says. That's Dunkel. what we're going to get into when we come back from this break. Welcome back to the show. This is the part of the show where we sit down and usually talk about the things we brought each other. But this week, oh no, no, friends. We watched something, not technically together, but we watched something that was the same. We watched the same thing. Sometimes we like to do that. We don't want to run the risk of being too monotonous. No. With the bringing of the things every week. And there's so much out there that the both of us have not seen that sometimes it's a, it's a good chance to get caught up. Just got to take a pause. A breath. We're getting real, like, talk radio here right now. <laughs> We're going to start whispering into our microphones. No. No. No, a- no ASMR here. <laughs> what is the opposite? Have we discussed this before? What is the opposite of ASMR? We have not discussed this. Is there an opposite to it? I don't think so. Because as soothing as some people find it, yeah. it makes me white rage it doesn't- when I hear... Oh, I'm just angry just doing it myself and hearing it in my headphones. It makes me so fucking mad. I hate it. Or the eating into a microphone. Just, I hate all of it. I have the exact opposite reaction. Um, that, like, I don't know. Maybe you just have so, anger so, issues. It's so soothing. It's almost, like a, it's almost like an orgasm. It's like, then you need to check out what's up with your pleasure centers. Cause... Well, everyone, as you know, everyone's different. Um, also... We also have different opinions on the things we watch. Yeah. I'm trying to reel it back and I can't. I just, I've got, I got stuck. I want cookies. I want to have a nap. And I got stuck. Oh God, she's getting fussy. Let's get, let's get through this. We still have rules. Yes. So the rules are the rule of three, which is that we will watch three episodes of the thing so we can see what it's trying to become. Yes. This, usually we do that because there's a pilot episode. This it was a, It's a Netflix space series, so it knew what it was, I think, from the get-go. Um, but it's still a, a good opportunity to see how it plods along. Um, the second rule is hashtag save it for the pod, which some people don't respect. 
Jordan. Listen, sometimes Caitlin messages me with her, uh, you know, ETA while I'm watching the thing because <laughs> I work nights. And when I'm off on Saturday and wake up on Sunday, I get up at like five in the morning. Yep. And you know, do some stuff around the house and then start watching the thing at like nine. So when she's like, I'm going to be doing this, I'm like, cool. Item X that I'll yell about <laughs> later once we start talking about it. She knew immediately what I was talking about. Yes. Um, but usually we don't try and talk about it at all. We don't talk about plot. We don't talk about things we liked or just like because we want to give you, the listener, the freshest of takes. You need those takes. You need them hot and yeah. warm and fluffy. And unlike other people's takes, which are... It's like they've chewed them and then spit them out and reformed them. Bleh. Bleh. Um, ours are fresh and delightful and interesting because we don't know. We haven't we haven't thought about this. We just talk. <laughs> We've given this no thought whatsoever. We just yip about it. Yes. Just ill-informed yipping. That's what you come to expect from the geekdom. And because of the ill-informed yipping, uh, there's rule number three, which is there will be spoilers. There will be spoilers. And in a show like this, there's going to be some spoilers. Yeah. If you've had any inclination whatsoever to watch Dark on Netflix. I don't I, ha- I don't remember how to say it in German. I don't know how to say it either. Durgen. Durgen? Is that what it is? It sounds more Swedish than yes. German. But If you have any inclination to watch this show and you want it to be surprising you need to leave right now get out because we are going to spoil stuff spoil some things and there are some things to be spoiled here so yeah so in this case unlike most cases because we give each other stuff from the 90s um especially me um we will see you next time bye bye um go grab yourself a hot cup of cocoa and uh stuff your face and have a nap for me (laughs) get all the cookies apparently yeah um so why did I give this to Caitlin? Because I'm the one who floated it on some of the options I gave her. Yep. And I'd seen it on Netflix and I'd passed it and I heard, sort of heard faint whispers about it, but not checked it out. Around the end of the year and some of my other podcasts listening, um, the podcast that maybe I respect the most, Chris and Andy over on The Watch, uh, really about this show, really feeling it. Mm-hmm. They've started doing kind of a, a quick in or out for the 900 shows that come out <laughs> every month. Right. Um, and they were both really in on this. And they were talking about it and sort of the conceit that I heard about it was, and this is a mangling of a term I've heard used in other contexts, but that this was basically like slow food stranger things. Yeah. Okay. Where it had some of the conceits, some of the eightiesness yep. of stranger things and, but you know, a little, some of that little more Euro sheen slapped onto it. Yes. You know? We'll get into that more detail in a moment. I guess I'll just give you the preamble. So Dark, as Kate said, is a Netflix show. It is a German science fiction thriller co-created by, you ready for this mangling? Baron Bo Odar and Janche Friese. You did a good job. I did not. It was probably terrible. It is the first German-language Netflix original series as they continue to reach their giant hand out into every country to yeah. make content for every market. The Germans needed something of their own, so this is what they got. Yeah, hope they liked it. First season received mostly positive reviews from critics. Positive and negative comparisons were made to the Netflix series Stranger Things, and a second season has been greenlit by Netflix with production to begin this year. Here is your capsule plot synopsis from our friends at IMDb today, I believe, not not Wikipedia. Uh, 
When two children go missing in a small German town of Winden, I believe it's called yep, Winden. Winden. Its sinful past is exposed along with the double lives and fractured relationships that exist among four families as they search for the kids. The mystery drama series introduces an intricate puzzle filled with twists that con- includes a web of curious characters, all of whom have a connection to the town's troubled history, whether they know it or not. The story includes supernatural elements that tie back to the same town in 1986. And yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> so I don't even really know how to come at this show. Um... Why don't we, for fun, talk about some of the things we disliked? <laughs> Caitlin apparently has more of them than I do. No, so. no, not necessarily. Uh, here's the thing, though. Yeah. I don't know if I did really dislike anything about this show. Okay, so I actually didn't I didn't dislike anything about the show exactly. I, have, I had moments. I have one thing. I have my usual, like, laughy, you know, jokey, nitpicky type stuff. Right. But the one thing I did notice repeatedly was just the editing seemed off. Oh. There were a lot of cuts, a lot of, as we switched between, because there's so many characters in this show. There as are we, quite a few. <laughs> sometimes multiple versions of them. Um, as we switched between the storylines. Yeah. It was like, okay, now we're on this one. Okay. Like there wasn't, maybe I'm just used to the typical like establishing shot type of right. thing to situate a viewer that this didn't really have a lot. I didn't mind that. Mm. Um, I liked a lot of it. Um, I liked the visuals. I thought the acting was great. Um, there were... So when we get to nitpicky stuff, um, there was one scene, besides the, the girl picking up birds, the okay. dead birds. Birds are dying all the time in this store and in this show, and people keep picking them up, which was the thing I yelled at Caitlin about. <laughs> like, quit picking up dead birds. They're riddled with disease. <laughs> they, like They are. And then put them in your freezer for later. Yeah, like, that was weird. Um, so nitpicky stuff. There is a scene in the third episode where, and I know this is jumping so far ahead, Oh my god! If I if it's the same thing I thought, but I'm gonna all die laughing. They're they're in a so um we'll get just again spoilers like we're about to spoil stuff. So one of the boys that goes missing ends up in the 80s through through a cave of uh, this big cave network in Winden. Okay, so well we'll so let's get some we'll set up the plot I guess basically. Okay, so at the start of the show, there's one boy missing, Eric. Yes, Eric. This creepy looking ginger kid. Sorry, gingers of the world. He's kind of creepy well, looking. Well, gingers of the world are fine. This kid just happens to also be creepy looking. Um, um, and you, you were opened with the sort of the main quote unquote character who has lost his father recently. Yes. And is jo- Jonas. And, good, good with names on this show yeah. for some reason. And is having crazy nightmares. Yes. Jonas's father has, has hung himself. You see that at the start of the episode. Yeah. And of the first episode and left a note that says, do not open until this day starts in 2019. Yeah. Um, leave some note that says, do not open until like November 20th, 10, 13 PM. Yeah. Super specific. Um, and then he hangs himself. So as we start the show, Jonas has lost his father. He's been away from school for a couple few months. Yeah. Um, he's returning to school. Uh, his mom is banging the one of the cops, one of the local cops. Yep. Who's married to the school principal of Jonas's school. Everybody's connected to everybody in some sort of way. It's real it's real, it's real big little lies in that way, I guess. Yeah. Way, I guess. Um, and so this Eric kid is already missing, and they hear a rumor that Eric was a bit of a weed dealer yep. and had a bunch of drugs stashed somewhere out by the caves. Wyndon yep. has this huge network of caves running uh, in and around it yep. and under 
the local nuclear plant. Yes. So they go out to Jonas and a few of his friends, including the three children of the cop his mom is banging. Uh, yeah, that's right. All yes. three of them, yeah. Who is married to the school principal. Yeah. They all go looking for this weed. Um, and then they start hearing some kind of like banging or something or some sort of strange noises coming from the cave. They all flee and everybody's accounted for. But Michael. Mikel. Mikel. The youngest. <clears throat> so he's now disappearing. He's now disappeared as well. And as Caitlin mentions... Somewhere in there, he went in the caves, and when he came out, it was 1986. Yes. Um, which he is relatively slow to finally, like, I think he's more in shock than anything. I'm going to give it to the 10-year-old for not being, able to, not being able to process going back in time 20 years. But. <laughs> okay, I'll give it to him. Um, and But yes, you have a nitpick about so, the 80s-ness of it? No, no. So... Eventually, because he's like, I've come through the caves and I've traveled through time. Like, he, he gets this, he registers it, the shock starts to wear off. He goes back to the caves. At the same time, his father, who's like adamant, he's gone into the caves and thinks his son is somewhere in the caves. He's found a door. Yes, that, that leads to the plant. He thinks that Mikel maybe has gone in and it's locked and... The plant won't let him in. in They're and, obviously hiding something. Yes, yeah, so... He's like banging on the door. Mikel is in at the same time, and it's obviously a type of thing where like the time is connected in these caves somehow. We're not really sure yet. So Mikel is, starts hears this banging, starts screaming like "Help! Help!" And finally, at the very end, his his father thinks he hears something. Then his father whispers back, doesn't go like like yell, doesn't yell like Mikel, like "Are you there?" But nothing, just goes. Miguel, are you there? Like, I don't understand. I was like, what is going on? He just leaves, doesn't he? Yeah. They bo- and then they both just leave. And I'm like, what are you both doing? Um, so you that was seven like... Seven more episodes of this to get I just, I, My brain was just so angry at that because I was like, that is a ridiculous scene that just happened. I thought you were going to say when uh, the the new head of the nuclear plant in 1986 uh, spelunks in a pantsuit. That was my... <laughs> Yeah, the, with the rope was and the favorite, heels. That was my favorite moment. I was like, is she really sliding down this rope? Go. And I wanted go to be on, like, lady. how is she going to, is her upper body strength that good? How is she getting back up? Uh, my immediate thought was like, I, I could get down. I'm never getting up again. I, yeah. I just, I live there now. That's yeah. my, the, the cave, cave is my home. With the toxic chemicals. <laughs> um. So besides that nitpicky piece. But you often talk about you love puzzles you love things where you want to see what help happens next and this show is fucking rife with them oh and and it's at the point at third episode you have gotten so many pieces of a thing and no explanation there's a dude in the local hotel who's got some there's some fucking like steampunk looking time machine box thing that like yeah and then every time these big booms happen from the cave all these animals die mm. there's birds and now it's sheep and something more to birds. do with and and like you see what happens to the creepy redhead kid kind of it's kind like of, because they find a body in the second the second episode yes that they immediately think is michael but it's not yeah it's a kid who has clearly come from the 80s though they're like the murderer has dressed him up like he's come from the 80s <laughs> and i'm like no um and they all have these like they say it's like almost melted like the like a strip across their eyes is yeah. like melted because you see eric the ginger kid and presumably this body they find in like the blue room, I guess you could call it. It's yeah. just like some sort of like, it looks like a kid's bedroom. From the 80s? There's a, 
there's a TV playing uh, You Spin Me Right Round by Dead or Alive, and there's something that looks like an electric chair there, and some dude in a big hood, like, yeah. ties, straps him to the chair and closes this, like, metal thing around him, so. And, oh, and everyone's, any, any, any body, like, either animal or, or child body that they find, the eardrums have burst. And the animals as well, because when all yeah. the sheep drop dead. Yeah. During the very gruesome sheep autopsy yeah. scene. I was actually eating at that point. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a fat motherfucker. I'm rarely put off my food. But, you know, picking apart. It's like, what, what are the animal laws like in in, Ger- in, in Germany? Germany? I don't Cause know. Because I should have watched for that. Like, no animal was harmed. <laughs> well, oh. Maybe they're just like, if the sheep was already dead, we can chop it up on film. Because that was a very realistic looking sheep corpse. Um, yes, the eardrums are always Burst. popped. Um, and... Yeah, you've just got all these pieces, and you are not sure what's going to happen. The stranger, some dude in the only hotel in town who's getting real beautiful mind and like yeah, giant hood. knows what's going on. Apparently. And the, oh, and um, and the the son, uh, what, Jonas, yes. he's found a a map of the caves that also has to do with time. That is, that his father left. His father obviously had some sort of clue what was going on i did like so you could say it's a little too on the nose but i appreciated it as a viewer when yeah. they took the time near the end of the third episode to out so you that, probably hated it but hated it listen i don't know who the fuck those people what? were except ca- for except ca- for ulrich that's the only one i knew the casting was fantastic i knew who everybody was except for the nurse mm. um that's the first one, and that's the first one they show. They basically do a split screen of these people in 1986, and they're like 2019 yeah. uh, versions of themselves. Um, which and I appreciated that because I'm a big dummy. So. I hated it. I was like, "Why would you do this? This is, I, it was awful." I just like all I did the entire time was complain as loud as possible. <laughs> this is terrible. Why would you do this? This is awful. Your audience isn't stupid. Yes, we are. <laughs> I'm a big stupid dummy. <laughs> I wanted to know who the journalist became. But honestly, like the Ulrich specifically, that casting, casting was, was really so good. good. Oh man. Um so yeah, I I I I liked it. It is a very slow very slow um Stranger Things. It's it's and I mean it's it's moody. It's not a plot locomotive like Stranger Things. No. Stranger Things was. Is there enough there to entice you? To want to see these mysteries solved. Well, yes, but that's also why I went to the Wikipedia page. Oh, you just did the, because just did, just did the plot read because there were some times when I got really I was freaked out. Don't mm. show me a a black pit and like want me to hang around for that. Like there, I know something's there. It just depends on whether it jumps out at you or like I can't do. There was like there's one small comment made about a person with a giant head or something. Yeah, right? I'm like, when? Do, yeah, when does what? What's his name? The weird stick man, like Slenderman. When does Slenderman <laughs> show up? Because that's the kind of vibe I'm getting. Mm. And also, German forests are terrifying. They really are. I, like so terrifying. Shouts to shouts to finding a great locale for a yeah. creepy ass show. Yeah. Um, that said, it's more it's more suspense. It's that it's that creeping dread. That you find in like J horror and stuff like that. It's not like yeah, but I don't like it's not jump scares. It's not well. There was one jump scare. Was it? Yeah, it was in the third episode, and I nearly had a heart attack. Uh, was it a bird or something? I don't know. There was something. Oh, when, it, when it rained birds. <laughs> yes, something, and I just I had a jump scare. Um, 
So you check the Wikipedia page, not because you don't want to sit through the episodes, but just because it was stressing you out too much? It was or? stressing me out, and I really wanted to know where everything was going, and I didn't want to wait to solve the mystery. <laughs> so I read the entire Wikipedia page. Greedy. Yeah. Well, was it satisfying? Um, it was. Um, and I can tell the audience that things get fucking nuts. I know when Chris and Andy talked about the show, yeah. they mentioned something about an episode that centered around a school play, and they could not believe that they did this episode. That like, Oh, see, that that I didn't read as okay. much about, but like, it's... The school play was mentioned, though? Or? I think so, yeah. Yeah, in one of the episodes. But... Apparently, because the amount of time they spent on it, apparently, they were just like, they just couldn't believe that <laughs> they spent this much time on it, and how like that's a, such a Netflix thing, a thing that only Netflix can do, right? See, like, which is funny, because Gilmore Girls did the same thing. Bruh. They spent a weird amount of time. Like, usually the Gilmore Girls will be like, something ridiculous, the the town is putting on a play, right? They'll show like the first second of it, and then they'll cut to commercials or whatever. Yeah. But this time... They like went through the entire <laughs> play, and I was like, "Is anybody else wondering what the fuck is going on Did in they... the regular show, or when they were on Netflix?" No, when they were on Netflix, mm. and I was like, "What is going on here?" Um, so yeah, so it's gonna get, gonna get crazy weird. Oh, it's gonna get crazy weird, and but also satisfying. Is there enough for a second season? Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah. You know, what I never got back to that. What? I that I wish I had, or I need to like make an effort to was a. Uh... In English, the returned, but in the original French, les revenants. Les revenants. It's basically about dead people just returning, being like, "Hey, what's up?" And it's kind of weird and, and s- slow dread as well. React with, you know, lots of lots of slow dread. Yeah. Um, similar t- and similar type of thing. It's like the reverse leftovers. Um, Sorry, the one thing about the show mm. that I I I do like, at least from like Mikel, is really good acting. He was good, yeah. I kind of liked all. I kind of liked all the actors. Although there's a certain type of Germanic face, apparently, because <laughs> Jonas's best friend and young Ulrich both have this like really thin-lipped, like pointed nose type of mm-hmm. thing, like clay face type of look. <laughs> and I'm like, it's an off, off-putting face. Um, the one, my one, the thing that I was really upset about though was Mikkel going disappearing because he is my favorite character. <laughs> Mikkel, Mikkel the Magnificent. And just wants to be a magician. And then he disappeared. What? And, and I'm just really sad because I'm like, why the good character? Why couldn't you make it one of those terrible girls? Yeah. The ladies are there, but they're not. Uh, no. They're either homewreckers or. Woo. What's, 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 the, what's the smart girl's name? He's like, really? Yeah. It's all her fault? And I at least appreciated that. Oh, yeah. That the brother was like, why the fuck were you even there? Like, I can't remember. Um, oh, it was something. It was something that you recognize in English, but it's German. <laughs> yes, um, and she was the hotelier's and the therapist's son. Is that da- or daughter? Is that? I think I, that's right. Yeah. Oh God! Need a fucking beautiful mind board to keep all these <laughs> fucking characters straight. Which is what they've got on that board at the beginning <laughs> of the show. Um. Great opening credits, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Beautiful opening opening credits. Opening credits. Also creepy. Really creepy. Sometimes all you need is a mirror effect on one image to be like... Um, But yeah, not gross, aside from the sheep skull. Not gross, per se. No. And not like... Just like... (laughs) "Mm, And mm." everything's so cold and Germanic. Yeah, you want to talk about perpetually overcast? Like... (laughs) (laughs) That show was like, if it ain't at night, it's just gray skies and rain. Like, yeah. 
So if not, you want, not moving to Germany. If you want some creepiness and some atmosphere, hey, check out Dark. Yeah. What what rating would you give it? I give it a solid eight. Okay. I'm more. I'm le- I'm more seven. I am definitely in your camp. I'm going to try to stick with it as not solid hours. Yeah. Forty five minutes about. But, but but ten. But it felt like solid hours. Ten, ten episodes though. Yeah. Ten. Also, looked like they had commercial breaks in there as well. Like some of it felt real commercial breaky. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it aired on television in Germany, but um, yeah, I want to stick with it. But in ten ten episodes, if it had been eight, I would have been like cool. But, and it feels long. Ten episodes. So we'll see. Either way, I'm curious enough to know what happens. So I may just pull a Kate and read the wiki or. <laughs> I'll say I got I got Borgen to watch like yeah right so much Borgen only one European show <laughs> per month from a, from a European yeah, only one European show I got yeah. all the room for Asia and you know the Pan Asian Pacific Pacific area of the world yeah. but it's like one slot for Europe so. yeah. Yeah, that's it's a, good, it's a good point. Borgen or Dirk? I don't know. <laughs> Dirk, I don't know which one I'm going to go with. Well, we'll keep you posted on that. Wow, it's good chat. Yeah. And get the hell out of here so Kate, Kate I get fu- food fussy and... baby can get, get home. You know what? I'm tired. <laughs> it's gray again. It's all slushy outside. It's really gray and stupid out. It really is. I'm, we watched, they mentioned on uh, Pop, Pop Team Epic, they mentioned Pork Bowl and now that's all I want. <laughs> uh, oh, You're an Ice coming out on DVD Blu-ray. Which is so funny. I was just about to be like, speaking of... Uh, speaking of Pork Bowls, I uh, don't remember the date, but it's out there. And it's going to have Yurio's uh, freeform program, <gasps> the, the bonus they put in one of the mangas. Amazing. So, yeah. Super sexy. So good. Feel bad about it, nerds. Feel bad. Why are we feeling bad? Because a lot of the anime bros... Do you not remember this? Because no. the Crunchyroll... <laughs> late breaking news in the show... <laughs> Because the Crunchyroll Awards are happening right now. Everybody's like having flashbacks to like Yuri on Ice won Anime of the Year last year. Yeah. And people were like, really? Um, Stupid women just coming in and it's just because women are voting for it. Well, yeah, that's how voting works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just ruin everything. That's, a, that's how polls and elections work. If you don't like that, you know, women came out to vote for the thing. Yeah. Who cares if they did? Number one, Yuri on Ice was fucking great. It was amazing. So um, good. I don't remember what they thought should have been better. ReZero, I'm sure, was the other big contender. Bam, bam. Um, here that's ReZero Hate Watch might be the next <laughs> thing we do for bonuses for the Patreon, which you can learn all about at patreon.com slash geekdownpod. Yeah. If you'd like more information, you can hit us up at any of our socials, Twitter, Instagram, at geekdownpod. Email us, geekdownpod at gmail.com. Or the Facebook group. Which is? www.facebook.com. Forward slash. Geekdownpod. It wasn't me this time. Yes. Wasn't me. Just totally blanked. I was like, she's not going to do her pop team epic voice. I was like, oh, you still have one more thing to say, dummy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just just wait till when I have a mixer and have so many more buttons and knobs to pay attention to. And this place looks like fucking, <laughs> you know, the Unabomber. You, no, what happened was you you ended up watching Dark and then had to put everyone's just, name just and like more cords and <laughs> threads cords connecting and people, threads and bungee and everything. Um, so we'll see how that goes next week. I I want updates <laughs> on on either Dark or Borgen. Keeping Kate. Oh man, yeah, I'll, friends, I'll definitely get some Borgen in this week for you. <laughs> definitely have a Borgen break every <laughs> Borgen break. <laughs> 
Oh, what is my life? I have 1980s <laughs> Japanese records on the way. Yeah. I read a true crime book about a dead British girl, and I'm super amped about to watch a Danish political drama. Um, your life sounds great. I, I'm the weirdest fucking person I know. Are you, though? Uh, no, I know you, so. Ding. <laughs> Doing her own drops. Time to get the fuck out of here. Thank you so much for joining us, friends, as you do every week. Stay warm. Stay sane. Go out, buy a happy lamp. Um, get for them God's sake, just like down bottles of vitamin D. <laughs> I make dirty jokes in my head every time she says it. Take your D, folks. Take your D. Get that D. Get yep. as much D as you can. <laughs> get, it. Get, your, get the D in you. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. My name's Jordan Ferguson. Uh, my name's Caleb McKinnon. Theme songs by Rob Gasser. We'll be back next week for another episode of the Keep Down Pod. See you then. So, so now I just take the metronome off before you have no coffee left, do you? No. You're really sad, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Make yourself more coffee if you want. I can look at all the things on Netflix I haven't watched and all of the things I started watching and went, this sucks and stopped watching. Ooh.